Do you know why? Do you know why I played that song? I have absolutely no idea. It doesn't really fit the mood at the minute for me, but... Well, that's exactly why I played it. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because that's one of the greatest theme tunes, Gummy Bears, that's ever, ever descended onto children's television. Now, now there's about... There's about 4,000 people listen to this podcast a week. Three and a half to 4,000 people. 2,000 of them have got absolutely no idea what I've just played. Uh, me, clueless. Me included. Clu- absolutely clueless. Yeah, what the hell clue. is going on? The other yeah. 1,500 to 2,000 are like, I have not listened to that for 15 to 20 years, and I'm now going to have it in my head the whole day long. Everyone's frustrated. Everyone's angry. I'm angry. You're angry. We're ready to go in. It's... Ten quarter past ten at the Express and Star offices, just been knocked out the FA Cup. But at least I wanna, I wanna bring a little bit of happiness and just joy in an incredible theme tune. Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast, episode one hundred ninety-six. That's one nine six. We're here with Mr. Joe Edwards. Joe, it's been a while since we've got the chance to do this face to face. I know. It feels yeah. very strange. It does. If, but I thought we'd take the opportunity and love, normally we get the chance after a game to, to record uh, very, very kindly from the, uh, the Wolves media team who let us in. But with, with protocols as they are now these days, we only have a limited time to, to get in and out of the stadium. So we've, we've moved the ship to, uh, to Express and Star Towers. Uh, I was hoping this would have been a bit more of a joyous podcast uh, for the first one post-match of, of the season, but um, yeah. it's not. It's um, no. It's definitely the opposite. <laughs> it definitely isn't. It's, um, I'm, I'm very frustrated, I'm very angry, I'm very disappointed for the fans, m- most importantly. Um, I never expected to be discussing this, not, not just this performance, but this team and the situation that Wolves find themselves in. I'm gobsmacked. I'm, I'm kind of lost for words. I don't know where to start, Joe. But let's start with the performance, I think, and then we'll we'll maybe go back and look at the team and, and what's gone through Nuno's head tonight in selecting it. But from a performance point of view, Joe, regardless of the 11 players that he put out, he's got to get more from, from them because those 11 players were not good enough tonight. Flat. He's, he's, he's putting it lightly and... They're not... I, I said in a tweet, and I think you look at it and you analyse it. Well, of course, we will analyse it. But I think, you know, in plain and simple terms, you know, a, a lot... A, you know, these fringe players that Wolves have got, I don't think they're really at the required standard, to be honest. And 
it's not just one game that I'm basing this opinion off. I mean, you know, we've, we've seen enough of the season now. And Wolves have a good eleven, and you know they, they they've got very good players and Pedro Neto and and people like that. But when they're not in the team, it you know they, they, their their absence is felt massively, and players that are coming in just aren't really showing themselves of being up to much, and they they they're deservedly lost. The only real saving grace on the night was let's say Hampton only won by. By two goals, um, you know they they missed several other chances. Um, Redmond had a one-on-one saved, and various other corners and stuff didn't make their way through when they should have. And um, you know you're looking at positives. I guess the one positive is that Johnny's got another 45 minutes under his belt. But aside from that, it's all negative, really. It was a bad night, and the FA Cup. Said said it a few times that this season, you know, for the not just for Wolves fans but for every football fan, has been crap. It's been mm-hmm. a crap season. Mm-hmm. Not been able to go to the games. Not been able to get in, as invested as, as you normally would. You know, the the league hasn't been the spectacle that it has been in previous years, of course. But the FA Cup, especially after what happened to Wolves in it a couple of years back, offered a bit of hope. You know, to, to, to look back on the season, be positive about something, you know, think, oh, what a, what a crap time that was with coronavirus being stuck in the house, but at least Wolves had the cup run. Well, that, that's, that, that's gone to tatters as well now. And they've, they've gone out the cup with a whimper. Um, the, the town was set with a team selection and then the way that they started the game, so lethargic, so kind of slow, no intensity in their play, nobody at the top end of the pitch to hold the ball up, now wingers around them. It was just a flat night and Wolves got exactly what they deserved. Southampton now face Bournemouth in the quarterfinals and no disrespect to Bournemouth, but they're a championship team and you know that that is a genuine chance for Southampton now to progress to the semi-finals and who knows, maybe go all the way in the competition and... Um, it's an opportunity that Wolves have completely passed up and it, it, it just makes you... It's, it's just a complete head-scratcher. You just can't really wrap your head around it, to be honest. Um, look, Southampton and Wolves are incredibly similar in the table, Joe. Yeah. Uh, you know, two points separating the sides in the Premier League. Southampton, uh, a bottom of the form table, lost the last five games in a row in the Premier League. The, the worst, that no one else has lost five. I mean, even West Brom have done better than them. They've got a point out of the last five. Um, got smashed 9-0 at, at Man United yeah. they've lost to Newcastle um, and were strikers were struggling to score Yeah. and yet Hassan Hootel has said tonight that the, the cup is their priority they can't do too much in the league they're mid-table yeah. not, not, not concerned about the league saying that you know the league will, will, will take care of itself but they have to he said tonight is, we are identifying the cup we are making sure that our, our, the cup is our priority," he said tonight. So why why can he say that? Which is the obvious yeah, route yeah. to go down, you know. And, and regardless of what happens on Sunday, Wolves will win enough games and pick up enough points not to be in a relegation by the end of the season. I'm convinced about that. Yeah. If they'd lost to Leicester, Joe. If they'd lost to Arsenal. Then I could have understood yeah. this slightly yeah. coming. I could have understood this team selection because that Southampton game would start to be massive and yeah. there'd be yeah. real pressure. 
but they haven't. They've beaten they've beaten Arsenal by hook or by crook, eleven versus <laughs> yeah. nine. They've they've drawn against Leicester, so they've got four points from a possible six, and they've lifted themselves out of that that danger zone that people were starting to worry about and get a little bit nervous and look over the shoulders. You think that they've earned this game tonight to play a strong side like Southampton have done. And look, like you say, they've sailed into the next round and and I, I, I can't explain it. I can't explain what's gone through Nuno's head tonight to select that team when they're so short on players, when they're so short on quality to leave the likes of not only the obvious ones like your Nettos and, and your Triores and and um, and your Jose's on the bench, but also, you know, the likes of Connor Cody. Nelson Semedo. Nelson Semedo. I mean, dare I say, and I knew this was going to happen, and if they'd got through tonight, it would have started again, but bloody Rui Patricio. Mm. You know, these kind of players, you don't get that many opportunities. They've had, a, they've, they've had a cracking draw to get to this stage. It's a strange old season, you know, but there could be fans at an FA Cup final this year. You could Maybe. be playing Bournemouth in the next round, and I just feel they've gone out with an absolute whimper. If he'd selected a side tonight, Joe, a strong eleven. And they'd gone out and they'd given it a good go. Yeah, okay, these things happen. Southampton yeah. are a decent side, no problem. But the, the fact, and, and what I cannot excuse, is, is that 11 that's been picked tonight with an eye on Sunday. Nuno says the next game is the most important. Well, obviously the next game isn't the most important, mm. Nuno, because if the next game is the most important, then you would have had been at your press conference and you would have played your best side tonight. But he hasn't done for some reason. And I can't for the life of me, work out what that reason is. Well, they've not only got it wrong for tonight, but they've given Southampton a complete leg up for Sunday. So, Southampton, as you say, they've conceded nine at Man United, they'd shipped goals at Newcastle, they looked really vulnerable at the back. Now they've got a clean sheet under their belt. Uh, Danny Ings hadn't scored for ages. You know, very uncharacteristic of him. Of course, he's always a threat, but he hadn't scored for a while. He's off the mark. So they've sorted it out at both ends ahead of facing Wolves on Sunday. Um, and after kind of that losing run in the league, if you like, I think it's four in a row, you'd think they're probably due a victory in the league. So you've, you've, sort, you've sorted out Southampton's problems for them. You've, you've completely mm-hmm. played into their hands. You know, the, their big problems coming, to the ge- coming into the game have both been solved mm-hmm. ahead of Sunday, really, mm-hmm. it seems. You're right, absolutely uh, right, yeah. Uh, and Wolves is... Are continuing on, of course. You know, it's just, it's just mind-boggling, really, um, how they've gone this way. Because I completely agree with what Hassan Hootel says in that, you know, the FA Cup has got to be their priority. I mean, Wolves. I'm just trying to think as to why they've perhaps done this. Um, you know, of course, in in the Premier League, there is monetary difference, isn't there, between I guess finishing ninth to mm. finishing fourteenth, but. You know, you get maybe not quite as much cash in the bank, but you've got the prestige of going far in a competition. Let's face it, the FA Cup was only was his only chance of trying to get into Europe again for next season. So you know, the, so you win tonight, you're three, you're yeah, three, three wins away, away from, from European football. From European football, so I just can't. You know, even if the you know money is the thinking, I don't get that mm. because you know. You get you get the prestige of being in Europe, and then you can generate more money through that. And you know, when the fans are back again next se- next season, say 
you know, then they'd have European football to look forward yeah. to again, or, or, oh, well, they went far in the cup, so we can't wait to come back. It's just like I don't, even if it is a monetary thing, I, I, I can't get the thinking behind that either. That coming out of tonight, and even, even when this team was picked, the only game that over the last couple of years that I can liken it to is Villa in the Carabao Cup. Mm-hmm. Not. As drastic a team selection, mm. of course. I mean, they played the kids, mm. literally, at Villa. Mm. But coming out of it, you're just thinking, that is an opportunity thrown away, mm. like that night was. Because, you know, Villa, in the end, only really scraped past Wolves' kids 2-1. Southampton, yeah, have won 2-0. But you think, if you play your big guns, then you've got every chance of going through and winning that game. Um, it the, the disappointment and the... And the kind of flat feeling coming out of it. That's the only game that that Villa one in the in the Carabao when they played the kids and lost at Villa Park. That's the only one I can really compare the feeling of losing this one to. Really, um, I mean, in in some ways, for me, Joe, looking back, and you know, I wanted to. We're, we're two or three hours after two and a half hours, I think, when we're recording this after full time. So, I had a yeah. chance to to sink in a little bit and. And, and maybe you know, you, you sometimes you have to take a step back and, and and think about it. But I'm still bewildered. For, for me, and and you know, look, I understand. You know, I'm not a Wolves fan, so people will will probably call me out on this. But for me, looking back at the importance of games and the importance of fixtures and the important part of season, this is a worse result than the West Brom loss for me. Yeah, it's a. I, it's a worse result for the West Brom. You know, you can lose a game, and you know, actually, Wolves in, in, against West Brom, they weren't horrific. They, they they should have scored. They should they should, they should have got something from the game. They didn't, and I understand the frustration at losing to a, a rival. I mean, they've lost to Villa already, but they've you know, lost two at home in, in derbies this season. But the the importance of this game, I think, people will you look back on this think. What a great chance this is! I fully expect Southampton to probably make the final of the FA Cup this year. You know they're going for it. It makes me, it makes me, it makes me so angry, and it makes me angry for the fans as well. I've got to sit there and watch that 90 minutes tonight. I mean, they could have been doing something else with their lives because that 90 minutes was was pretty dreadful. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get whether it was was there an ulterior motive tonight? Was it almost as if you know wanted players in? He didn't get them, and we had the, you know, Virginia was signed last minute. You know, Gibbs White's been brought back from loan um, to maybe maybe you know fill a hole. Fabio Silva's been signed for thirty million. We'll get onto these players, you know, in a bit individually. But it's almost like Nuno showing, telling folks, and well, look, these these are the these are the backups. Throw them to the part of my pun. Throw them to the wolves. Let's see what let's see what they're made of, and. They're not. They're not good enough at the no, moment. They're no. not good enough at the moment. I'm not sure whether some of them will be good enough. To be honest, Joe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just it just feels like a major, major, major mistake. I, I mean, even even if that comes into it, the kind of well, let's see what you're made of kind of thing. Again, odds would have much sooner that happened on Sunday mm-hmm. in in the league. Yeah. Even if that was the thinking, you know, you've got to balance it in, in two games. Do it in the league, I, 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 you know. Honestly, I, I know they're trying to build momentum in the league and trying to as as bad as, as they have been this season because they have been bad. Let's not get away from it. I know they've had they've had injuries and the lack of fans, of course, you know, plays a part. But Wolves have been bad. They've they've, they've performed badly in, in 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 games. They've leaked goals. They've not scored goals. And when 
And the midfield has been very passive, you know, for, for large parts of the season. All over the pitch, they haven't really been good enough. You know, they've had one player in Pedro Neto who's been outstanding, but the rest of them have been really fairly much of a muchness, to be honest, on the whole. So you've got that, and you think, well, in the league, they're still probably going to be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the saving grace, really, is that those bottom three seem pretty cemented. Yes, Fulham have picked up, but they've still not picked up wins. There's a 12-point gap. You know, they're not going to make that up any time soon, and Wolves will pick up points invariably along the way. That shouldn't be the remit to just stay up. But when you've got the cup to factor in and a chance of genuine silverware, I mean... Southampton now find themselves in the quarterfinals just by playing their best team. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did the same against Arsenal as well because they, speaking to uh, their reporter Tom Leach, who used to work here actually with us um, before the game, and he said, you know, Wolves find themselves tonight in a very similar situation to what Southampton did a few weeks ago because they had Southampton in, they had they had Arsenal in the cup mm-hmm. a few days before Arsenal in the league. They decided to go with a strong team in the cup beat Arsenal in the cup then lost in the league a few days later but they were quite happy with that because it sealed their passage into the next round Arsenal changed the team for the cup yeah. and then you know, so Southampton find themselves in the in the last day of the cup just by playing the team that they really mm-hmm. should play mm-hmm. and treating the competition with seriousness mm-hmm. you know if Wolves would have done the same who knows what would have, would have happened it just it just you know, the the more you think about it and you try and analyse it, whatever route you, route you go down, it just doesn't make sense, to be honest. And look, there were so many areas, uh, and we could go on forever and ever, but there's so many questions that I want to talk about tonight, and I think there's over 80 or 90 of them. Yeah. So we're not going to get through all of them, but we'll, 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 do we'll, start, it, we'll start it early. Um, but but just, just going back onto the players, Joe, uh, I mean, mistakes in defence, horrendous mistakes in defence. But up top... You know, you've got you've got three guys who are, who are basically playing for uh, with big question marks over each one of them for a, for a, for different reasons, really. And, and Gibbs White, who's trying to prove himself again to to the fans, and you know, he's second coming after after you know having this loan spell called short with injury, and he's he's been giving a chance now in the first team. You've got Fabio Silva, yes, he's 18 years old, and and yes, he's um, he's, he's he's one for the future. But I'm I'm sorry, but. I mean, if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a season centre forward, I would love to mark Fabio season Silva. Centre half, yeah. Oh, sorry, centre half. Yeah. I would love to mark Fabio oh, yeah. Silva. Yeah. I'd be absolutely delighted to see him on the. And then Vitinha on the other side, and I get it. I get I get Vitinha and Morgan's White. You know, that's not really their position. But at the same t- same same time, you've got to show me more. And I said to you before, John, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with the fans as well. I said before the game even kicked off, if I see Vitinha. Fabio Silva and Morgan Gibbs-White as a front three, as a Premier League defence, I'm absolutely rubbing my hands together. And I'll go so far, and I said this to you, Joe, I said, if I'm a championship side yeah. and a championship defence and I see those for those three up front, I'm not like, oh, good God, we're in for a rough ride. No, you did, I'm you did happy, say this. Oh, I could actually vote for you. Yeah, I'm you happy, did say this. I'm happy enough to see that front three in a championship game. Yeah. And uh, and you know I, I was proved right unfortunately, but it was it was so bad and to not have a shot on target before the 79th minute I think when yeah. when Traore's got to do better. But oh, I'm you know I, I, I just my mind's blown, mate. My mind's absolutely blown. Yeah, I mean you know I don't a singly mate, but I, I don't really see where Gibbs White goes from here, and I don't think you know he. 
for, for him or for Wolves or for anybody. I, don't, I, I think his long, long-term future has got to lie away from Wolves, to be honest. Um, I don't think anybody's really benefiting from it anymore. Um, not him, not not Wolves. Uh, I, I'd be, you know, it, it's looking increasingly likely in the summer that that that's that's got to be a situation I mean, look, that, if, where he moves on. To be honest, if Nuno's still here in the summer, Joe, and uh, I, I, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't know uh, what 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 plans are being made. I mean, I assume that he will be here in the summer and give it a good go next year. He signed a new contract, so I've got to assume he will be here. But um, you can't see Morgan Gibbs White being his number ten next year or, or, or starting. So if he's if he's not going to be that, let's say Nuno's here for another couple of seasons. Yeah, I can't see him starting starting in the Premier League for Wolves. So so yeah, I can't see a future for him. You know, if another manager comes in and and maybe a lot of the foreigners are sold and and you know maybe they go for an English core, that then maybe you know I understand that his his value is probably more because he's English as well. And I think there's a lot of clubs that would be interested in him in a Championship level. But at this moment in time, I can only see him staying at Wolves and being an integral part of Wolves if Wolves got relegated mm. and they lost a lot of players. And, you know, he's obviously he's obviously maybe, you know, a very good championship player, maybe too good for the championship, and he's maybe falling in. Maybe that's his problem, that he's falling into um, that not quite good enough for the Premier League, yeah. but too good for the championship. And, and he, needs an, he needs another season, at least in the championship. We're hoping about Harvey Barnes, and we see all these players who have come in and done a good job and, and gone on to, to play for Leicester, you know, and doing well at West Brom. But it's uh, it's not good, mate. It's 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 not good. And and it's not just him, though. It, no, you no. Know, you know what I mean? I mean, Vitinha as well. I mean, you know, Vitinha and Gibbs White are very kind of similar players, but Wolves don't play the system for that kind of player mm. anyway. You know what I mean? That that mid midfield ten. Yeah. They don't really play that system, yeah. and you know whether these players are good you enough. You can't see these players playing under Nuno, though, can no, you? No, that, that's it. Like, I mean, to be honest, I've got question marks over whether either of them are good enough. But mm. even if they are good enough, they're not probably going to get the game time anyway no, because not, Wolves no. don't play. You know, with a kind of a spearhead in midfield, mm. they have done from time to time, but they've very rarely done it this season. Mm. It doesn't seem to be a huge onus on that moving forward. So. Yeah, I, I, those two. And, and and Silver, I mean, he's just getting brushed off the ball so easily. I mean, I, you'd like to think they've got to get him on some sort of, um, you know... Programme, uh, bulking f- up or whatever. Physical programme over yeah. the summer. I mean, Neto... I mean, I mean Neto is... A, a, special a, talent. A special talent. And probably measuring him against Neto is perhaps mm. a little bit unfair but he's coming with a big price tag and whatever, you know. But Neto was considerably bulked up, hasn't he, in his time at Wolves. Silver has to do the same mm-hmm. because at the moment he's just getting brushed off the ball like it's now, but his business in the Premier League, he's, he's just has, especially leading the line mm. on his own, he just sticks out like a sore form. He just hasn't got the physicality. Look, 30 million quid, Joe. Uh, you expect to see a glimpse of like, oh, OK, he's raw... He's young. He's getting bolted off the ball, but goodness me, he's going to be a player. I don't. I mean, I don't see it. But I, but I. But at the same time, I'm going to give him a chance. But and he remember he's playing in a team that, that's devoid of confidence yeah, as well. Yeah. And you know he's not playing with the, the full full strength. You know, first team. But you know you, you can't say that Fosin are delighted about what they've seen so far with their with their summer acquisitions. You can't. You know, you can't say that Nuno is delighted with what George Mendes has provided and 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 the, and the signings they've done because they can't. You know, let, let's be honest, they can't. No, well, you assess everything that, that ha- has happened this season 
it all points back to last summer. Last summer, you can safely say now was a was an awful market for Wolves. You know they've lost two key players in Matt Doherty and Diago Jota. Yes. Doherty hasn't exactly set the world alight at Tottenham, but he was tailor-made for Wolves' system. Yeah, it was the system as well. Hasn't he, he scored goals, he made assists. Jota, we all know what a special player he was. And of course, you know, injuries disrupted him at Liverpool, but he, he kicked, kicked on at Liverpool as well. But you've sold those players. You've got to replace those players. Because, you know, even before Jimenez's injury, they were your second and your third top goal scorers. And they left themselves desperately short of goals um, in the, in the summer. I mean, they, you know, they have they didn't buy anybody of a proven goal scoring record. They had nobody really in the squad aside from Jimenez with a proven goal scoring record. So that was always going to be a problem. And then if you're not scoring goals, the defense comes under the microscope mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. And Nuno, after Severe, remember his comments after Severe when they got played off the park against Severe, and it was like, wow, that's the measuring stick. That's where Wolves want to be. He said, right, we've got the same team pretty much that we had in the Championship. Yeah. And no other area did that apply to more than at centre-half. You know, they, they've not really bought a centre-half since the Championship. They only bought, what? well, Lound one in Vallejo, and we all know what happened there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Kilman has emerged in that time, but that was an academy product. That doesn't really count, I guess, you know, in terms of the they've not recruited a centre-half to really strengthen that defence. So they didn't get they didn't get any goals in. They didn't strengthen the defence, and middle of the park was something that a fair few had highlighted and said. There's not really enough goals coming from there. Mm-hmm. You know, Nevers has got a lot of class, of course. Then Donker has got a lot of energy. Matinho ultimately only scores one goal a season. So you need a few more goals from there. The spine of the team just wasn't strengthened, mm-hmm. alongside losing two key players. Mm-hmm. So. Never mind being in a better position or even in a level kind of position that Wolves were last season. Mm. The squad was weakened. Mm. You know, the, the, all of the summer signings. Marcel has been injured for most of it. Um, Hoover has got potential, mm. but he's got potential. He's, yeah. he, he, you know, he, he not played a Premier League game before coming to Wolves. Yeah. Silva is as we've seen he's an experiment he's mm-hmm. a long term thing he's, he's, he's not really ready yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Vitinha same boat Ain't Nuri same boat Samedo mm-hmm. has been very very up and down perhaps more down than up but you know he's a he's a you know, he's a, he's a foreign player coming to a new league. I guess I mean coronavirus. You know, that could always happen. Mm. You know, it's not a guarantee to be to be a success. But Wolves left themselves short in the summer, desperately short. You know, I think we can we safely say that. You know, it's not about, it's not always about quantity; it's about quality. And the small squad mentality has continued, but there's not enough quality in that small group. Not at all. Nuno Espirito Santo, Joe. Is he is he slowly um, ruining his ruining his not? It's not, it's not what I say, but something like that. Is, is he slowly chipping away at his legacy here? <sighs> is it, is, does he want to be here? Does he does he want to carry on? Does he does he want to go forward? 
something's not some I, I don't know what it is i don't think it's just the coronavirus and i don't think it's just the injuries something doesn't seem right to me and i hope i'm wrong and i don't know whether you know i've got no information on this whatsoever but i don't know whether he wants to carry carry on as in as in like managing for the wolves the next three or four or five years or whether it seems to me like he gave up they, they gave up tonight it's almost like let's just get this season out of the way it seemed to me let's mm. get it out of the way it's a write-off you know we're, we're going to finish we'll, we'll be okay it's not going to be a great season let's just get it out of the way as quick as possible and let's start again next year that's what it seems to me and now that i'm sure he'll be here look he's done incredible things nuno but you've still got to accept criticism and he said it tonight you know i I picked a team. I'm not. I've got no regrets, but I've got to front up to it. So yeah. he's going to have to front up to it. He says he doesn't go on social media. Don't go on social media tonight. <laughs> and who knows? Yeah. Because it's it's toxic out there. And uh, you know, he, maybe at the end of the season, when he looks back, he'll look back and say, "Look, I made a mistake there. I made a huge mistake there." But everybody could see that tonight. Everybody could see that. So I don't understand why. And maybe look, he's 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 bullheaded sometimes. You know, he's he, he knows he knows what he wants. He he doesn't really care what anybody else thinks. And eight times out of ten, he probably makes the right call. Yeah. And uh, you know, nil nil going into was it nil at half nil at half time? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Nil nil at half time. <laughs> and you thought, look, they've been battered here. But you can just see sixty minutes nil nil. Okay, got that out of the way. Bring the big boys in, and and, and that's what you think because that's what happens because everything the Nuno touches turns to gold normally. Yeah, and they get away with it. It's a one nil, and that's and all of a sudden it's a perfect. I said he's an absolute genius tonight if he puts that side out and they come out of it. But it hasn't happened, and uh, and look, there's got to be question marks and criticism there, and he 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 he'll know that as well. Yeah, I mean, there was so much talk at the start of the season. Remember when there was this fluid front three and talk of. Let's have more of the ball. Let's be more of attacking. Let's force the issue more. Wolves have gone completely the other way. Mm. I mean, they were always a defensive team. Yeah. A counter-attacking team. But they're, they're scared to attack anyone yeah. these Let's days. They just soak it up as much they as possible. They just soak it up yeah. as much as possible. And then there's nothing else yeah. in return. I yeah. mean, William Hausai came on again tonight and he's barely had a touch. And... He was quiet at the weekend, whether that's him needing to come for the ball a bit more or not. But feel feel sorry for the lad because mm, he's, mm. he's he's feeding off nothing. Nothing, yeah. It's absolute scrap. He's a target man who's going to feed off crosses and balls into him, bring others into play. Joe, you stop you stop Pedro Neto now, you win the game. Yeah. that That's basically what well, it is at the moment. Well, the Wolves' only route to goal has been Neto, Neto getting a crossing. Traore getting a crossing, mm. but then that, that's it, really. Mm, mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. That that's the only way that Wolves look like doing anything. Get beyond the fullback, get yeah. a crossing. Yeah. Oh, but there's no one there, or yeah. it's just Jose on his own, or yeah. it's just like, yeah. For all the talk of being more possession orientated, having the ball, forcing the issue, you know, Wolves have now become, you know, a counter-attacking team without the counter-attack. Mm-hmm. They just defend, 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 whether it's against the big teams, whether it's against the middle of the pack teams, whether it's against the bottom teams. It's just the same now. I mean, it was even the same against Chorley in, mm-hmm. in, in the FA Cup. You mm-hmm. know, they, they, they were on the ropes for most of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, you know, the, you know the, they've got the players to do it, but there's got to be 
some sort of rethink, and I don't know whether it's the players lacking confidence, I don't know if it's Nuno just telling them not to attack, mm. or... But you've seen his body language on the bench, and we said it before, you know, in the last couple of games, or two or three years before, they obviously picked up in, in, in the last two games. It's, it's not it's not the Nuno that we know and love, is it? And, no, and I know there's a, lot, there's a lot of determining factors, and look, I'm... If you ask me today, do you want Nuno at the club in the next two or three years? Yes, I got. Yeah, yes, I yeah. do. Of course, you got to yeah. do. You got to do because you know you got to be, be careful with what you wish for. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like there's something that's not quite right there. And and there's lots of different you know ways that you can look at it. But um, it's um, it's weird. It's it's a worrying. It's a massive disappointment tonight. And you know we're talking about it. Maybe we might overanalyze it. But at the same time, it's um, I just feel like you know you've really dropped one tonight. You really dropped yeah. one. But the- They've just stopped attacking. Mm. They've just like stopped expressing themselves, and you know, Warwolves have been a defensive team over the last few years. Think of some of the moments mm. and some of the goals mm. that they've mm. scored. Mm. Like it's been, you know, the breathtaking. Some yeah. of the move has been breathtaking. And, and it, it's like I know they've lost, as we say, mm. Jota, Doherty, Jimenez. Mm. Still a lot of those same players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You know what yeah. I mean? Who can who can do those moments? Who we've seen have those moments in the past. Ruben Neves can't get a free kick past the wall now yeah. these days. It just hits yeah. the wall. I oh, know. It's it's uh, yeah, it's sad. I mean, yeah. the, the most important thing for me watching that tonight though is that I was warm, mate. I was warm. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I learned my lesson. Alana got me some uh, some val- early Valentine's presents. We got some hand warmers, some fingerless gloves. I've got. I'm still wearing this. See, look, I've got this little charge button here on yeah, the on the gilet. So then I've got yeah. like heat all the way around the gilet. I've got some warm insoles. I plugged in USB. Now they're like 65 degrees underneath. So Burning I was towels off. Yeah. Oh, so, so I was. You know, at, le- at least I was warm, mate. But <laughs> I must admit, I, did, I thought, oh goodness, we're going to go into extra time at some point. Uh, I probably get, take extra time now. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, Disappointing, but let's see what the fans have got to say because I'm sure they'll lift our spirits, mate. With the uh, 92, <laughs> qu- 92 questions we've got here. Okay, uh, okay, here we go. Let's have a- obviously I can't get to everybody, but I'm going to try and scan and get get through as many as many as possible. Um, Soames says, uh, "Has Nuno reached his peak at Wolves? Uh, is the only way now down for him and his coaching team? Uh, what are his solutions in terms of recruitment, coaching, and motivating the team? Where is the attacking intent?" So, so you know, is is um, has Nuno reached his peak at Wolves? I hope not. <laughs> um, they've got to, as I say, strengthen the, the spine of the team in the summer. They've got to have. You know, they talk about evolution, but maybe the summer needs to be something a, a bit more of a, of a revolution in the summer. I think they've, they've had four years now as this group. Mm. And um, I think there comes a time where they've got to say, do we need to really shake up the core of this team? Mm. Has this team gone as far as it can go? Mm. That Does be- that mean another rebuild for two or three years? Well... Not, not necessarily now, because if you get the right players in, if you get if you get quality established players in, then I don't think it means two, three years of rebuild. But I think, you know, you need they need quality in key positions. They need a, a top right centre half. Mm-hmm. They need a top right midfielder, and they need and they need at least another centre forward. Um, and then that's that's before you talk about perhaps another winger. Perhaps even um, and well a, le- a left back to to support Johnny, you know. Perhaps even somebody like a number ten, uh, probably another another goalkeeper because Rudy will probably you know could well be off in the summer. So you know they've got, but the key areas to address are the spine of the team and 
who are who are going to be your leaders, really. Wolves, perhaps for me, need another leader or another couple of leaders in in that dressing room. You've got Cody, who's the talker. Rudy is another talker. Nobody else is really. You know, I know that some people lead by example, and Neves, his vice captain, speaks very well. Matinho's obviously got a lot of experience, but I think they've gone too much the other side this season rather than protect you know there's a lot of young players in that team they need more established heads and people who are actually going to lead that team I think problem is Joe is that I'm not I'm not 100% convinced that Wolves can hang on to the best players this summer and we talk about maybe one more one more season um, they need one more season together everybody back with maybe two or three additions and they can really go for it but you know look Wolves have Wolves have sold Jota you know they've sold Doc um, there's going to be clubs in for Pedro Neto in the summer. I guarantee you that. And oh. there's going to be plenty of clubs yeah. in. I mean, you've got people like, it doesn't matter, but even Liam Gallagher tweeting, sign up Pedro Neto, Man yeah. City. But, you know, those are the kind of clubs that could see him and go, right, OK, let's test their resolve here because they've sold A, B and C. Um, here's £60 million, Pedro Neto. Now, you know, if you're Pedro Neto, and you've seen what you're playing with at the moment, and OK, yeah, let's hope Raul's back next year and let's hope, let's hope they made a couple of additions. If I'm Pedro Neto, I'm, 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 not, I'm not adverse to saying, well, yeah, I quite fancy going to Man City and probably doubling my wages and, and winning a Premier League and playing in Champions League football rather than, oh, well, shall I? Wolves will give me a chance. Give me, give me a couple more contracts. I'll wait for a season and see how we do. Like, it's just naturally. Yeah. They're very progressive players. They want, they want it quickly. It's a very, very short career being a professional footballer. And I feel like... You know, if you're looking in the season, Wolves have finished 16th or 15th and they've been okay. And, you know, they had a couple of other good wins, but then they had three or four more losses. And then I've got three or four offers coming in. It'll be very interesting to see what happens in the summer. If I'm Wolves, I'm, I'm building a team around Pedro Neto. I'm saying, right, Pedro Neto, yeah. what do you want a week? We'll, 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 we'll double it again. And, um, and we will get the players around you. Because if they don't, I can see these players leaving this summer. And, uh, and that's the problem. And, you know, it's been a happy place, Wars, for a long time. And the, the players are happy and they all get on very, very well. But, uh, you know, they've got to keep together. They've got the, you've got to keep some of these, these top players together. And if you don't, and then you're buying on top of that and you don't quite know what you're getting from Mendes' point of view because we've never heard of them. Mm. Poor. Yeah. Anyway. Right, uh, George Brown says, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to crack on with some of these questions. Yeah. Uh, if Cody wasn't included in the starting 11, why play a back five tonight? Why, why, uh, why not throw caution to the wind with a four? What are the solutions to these poor performances week in, week out? Yeah, very good points. Why, why is Dendon cannot play in midfield then? Because the midfield, you know, found themselves overrun really, even though it was two against two, I guess, in Romeo and Ward-Prowse. Um, but Romeo and Ward-Prowse were all over Nevers and Matinho Nevers and Matinho just didn't do anything so um, yeah that's another one what, why wasn't Dead Dog in midfield because he, he, he didn't play very well at centre half I for two uh, Paul Katz says uh, Morgan was and Vitinha on the wings is he trying to destroy these players <sighs> it, they're, they're not wingers they're certainly not wingers um, yeah uh, there, is, there has been some decisions with some of the younger players where Nuno might look back on and think that maybe that wasn't for the best, like playing Otisari in a in a in a false nine at Burnley when he clearly isn't, you know, a, a striker. To be honest, and we, you know we haven't seen Otisari for a bit, have we? To be honest, um, you know, we, we need a bit of energy tonight. If if anyone if anyone was going to start tonight, 
yeah, and you're uh, changing um, the teams. Otto Sorry, the perfect guy. Big physical presence, quick on the ball, wants to impress. Has had a, had a, had a sniff of Premier League football. Scored, you know. Mm. I, that, I can't believe I have all those players who play tonight. Yeah. Otto Sorry, be top of my list, and he's still on the bench. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lewis back. If, if Wolves end up losing on Sunday too, would this be Nuno's worst tactical blunder as Wolves manager? Um, yeah, it'd be up there, yeah. I think so. I, I, there, might, there, might be, there might be a semi-final against Watford. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's going to yeah. be, yeah. be up there. It's got to be up there. Yeah, well, that would be... Yeah, because... Did, did he take Jimenez off? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I try not to remember that game, to no, be honest. No, it's probably best. No, it's probably best. Um... Matt Kirby so annoyed with tonight's result the season is now over FA Cup was a chance to salvage something uh, 2019 FA Cup semi 2020 Europa quarter 2021 nothing massive step backwards does Nuno really sign off on signings uh, wanting to give Silver a chance but we're not a club who can spend £35 million to see the benefit in three years now, yeah. so that's a, that's a yeah. very good point yeah. is that I think a lot of clubs can maybe spend that money and look a lot of clubs have duds I'm not saying that Silver's a dud and, and, and look I'm not writing the kid off but can Wolves and where they are at the moment and what they want to achieve and where they are, you know, in, in the mixture of, of top 20 clubs and you're thinking, okay, the top six, top seven, you think you're bubbling under and you, you're trying to break into that top six, top seven and be consistently, you know, challenging those European positions. Can they, have they got ahead of themselves and spent that kind of money on a player? Yeah. yeah when, when, they, when they shouldn't have. They, they, like that's a, something in two or three years' time. Yeah, like a Man City can afford to do that. Mm -hmm. Like they did that, well, I think it was a bit less, but they bought Torres, didn't they, in the summer from mm. Valencia. He's he hardly played. He, he hasn't, hasn't really had much, a lot. No. But, it, but he'll probably be all right in a, in a couple, yeah. of, couple of years. Yeah. And I mean, they bought Akai for loads of money and they haven't mm -hmm. really played him, but he's, he's a squad player. He'll mm -hmm. help out. So, you know, that City can afford to do that. Because they've got they've got the they've got the money from winning the leagues and stuff mm. like that, Champions League every year. Um, but Wolves, you know, the small squad mentality they've done that, but they've bought potential. And when you've got small squad, they, these should be the players that Nuno talks about the twenty three supplementing what they've got. Yeah, that, those should be players that are supplementing. Mm -hmm. You know, a sixteen, mm -hmm. a seventeen strong group. But instead, they've been you know the thirteenth or fourteenth man. When really they should be kind of on the fringes of the squad, to be honest. But that you know that they, they, they spent thirty five million on a striker who, who, who isn't ready, you know, for, for for regular football yet. And you know they, they made signings, which I guess they, they may have not foreseen that. But mm -hmm. you know, Marcel, you you making a signing there on somebody who spent half the season injured, yeah. And it's got to be revisited in the summer if they're going to carry on. Using a small squad, which, to be honest, I think the the flaws in that system have been grossly highlighted. Mm. To be honest, this season, if you have injuries, then it really starts to, you know, the chips are stacked against you. So, um, but if they're going to carry on with a small squad, they've got to get more quality in that small group. Lord Jason Guy, Fabio Silva, forty-two million euros. Discuss. It, it's it, it, you're not getting. It's an eye-watering amount of money, it, isn't it? It's a it's a club record fee for um, you know. He costs more than Raul Jimenez. He costs more than Ruben Neves. More than Pedro Neto. And you know, as, as much as you should say, oh well, it's not. It, it, we've said the whole time it's not a conventional club record signing by any means. But that fee will always follow him. It's a lot of pressure to have on a young pair of shoulders. And um, you know, for better or worse, that 
that price tag is going to follow him for the rest of his career, really. No, mm. no matter what he do, what mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thirty-five million pound teenager. Mm, he was thirty-five million pound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, because even you know, it's a lot of money. But I mean, for that age, it's pretty much un- unprecedented, mm-hmm. really. Thirty-five million pound. Well, for for, and 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 the amount of games he'd played at senior yeah, level. Yeah. So that that that'll that'll follow him always, and um, yeah, uh, you know, I. He's got a ball cup in the summer. I think that. I think that that's that's got to be the big thing. He's got to he's got to put on a good hmm. off off a at least. At Nathan Judah says, uh, oh, decent looking lad that lad. Uh, at Nathan Judah says, um, just just thought of it now. John Ruddy out the FA Cup has John Ruddy played his last game for Wolves. Yeah, p- probably. Yeah, um, I'd imagine he'll probably want to go and get some games for the last few years of his career. Um, he's been a great servant, to be honest, and he, he's a fantastic figure in the dressing room. And you know, he'd be a sad now to end on, but um, you know, they took up the option in his contract um, to, to keep him around. And yeah, whether they want to offer him a fresh deal, mm, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. It, it depends, I guess, what what they think of Sondergaard and what they think of perhaps going in. In, in the market and, and signing someone but I'd, I'd say Rudy will probably get to a championship club and get regular football for the last few years of his career Jonathan Hodge how long has Nuno got left before Fosen start questioning whether it's time for a change oh, I think he's still got a lot of credit in the bank I really do um, it, it's yeah it's been a bad run but I, I think you know for what he did in, in his first three years I, I still think it, it you know he, he has got time on his side and and he will be the man trusted to to oversee things and, and go again next season. I think it's if they don't go again next season and it carries on this from what's happened this season, I think that's when. But I I, I don't think they will do, take that measure any time soon. I would, I would be surprised. Uh, Mark McGrain says, uh, where and what happens next? We are poor. Let's hope we stay in the Premier League. Where is Jeff? What is the answer? When is a new manager coming? When is the overhaul of the current poor team coming? I think there needs to be more communication, if possible. Um, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, you know, I think there is a there is an onus on trying to have some more communication from the top. I, I wrote as much in a in a comment piece, of, you know, a, a few few weeks back. Um, you know that, that's that's Wolves' style. They're they're not you know reactionary owners, if you like, or you know they're not a, a Steve Morgan who's going to go into the dressing room and you know tell the players off and stuff like that. Um, but equally, I think there is a balance to be struck, and I don't think they've spoken for quite a while. Of course, we would love to interview with them if we could, but you know that, that that's that's the way that they want to do things. So. Um, yeah, I think it'd be good to hear from from Jeff Shee or somebody else um, at the hierarchy soon, just to explain why the approach was taken as it was last summer. I think that is a, the key issue. You know, perhaps it was thinking with the Brexit rules coming in, right? We've got to get silver while we can, etc. And whether that you agree with that or not, at least if they said what what the thinking was, then you could kind of you know understand it a little bit more. Um, I think that and more clarity on how the operation is at the top as well. You know, they have alluded to it a little bit, but I think this, I think the, there is still confusion as to how Wolves are operating because, you know, 
obviously Laurie Dalrymple and Kevin Farewell left the club. And, you know, to, to some it may seem that Jeff Shear has got, you know, amalgamated three roles into one. Is he giving himself too much to do? You know, you just need to... I think there is more emphasis on clarity, you know, on on that on what they're doing and why they didn't choose to get um, uh, an out-and-out replacement, I guess, for Farewell. And, you know, the... Sellers is now in the role, Scott Scott Sellers. But you know, just kind of explaining why they take took that approach. I think they've alluded to it and kind of said it here and there. But I still think there is a fair amount of confusion as to that, and I think there is a you know a, a fair amount of topics such as um, you know fans always ask us what why haven't they uh, redeveloped Molyneux? What is what is now fans in it and stuff like that? You know, uh, just to kind of answer those issues, I think. That would be appreciated. Just to kind of, it, it's. I don't know if there's a little bit of thinking. It's like, well, oh, well, if we if we say something and we're not saying oh that we'll spend so much money on players that it will be kind of, you know, met with a bit of uproar. But just a bit of clarity and just explaining why they've made certain decisions. I think that would be. I think that would be beneficial, really, for everyone. Dave Ostel, are we heading towards an 0102 flashback? Oh, 102 flashback. <laughs> Um, that was the that was the season where they got pipped pip by Albion, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, not, I mean, it, I, I think it's it's strange, isn't it? Because you get a win and you think they're going to be fine. You have a loss and you look at the next three or four fixtures and you think, oh god, yeah, it's uh, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. But, but a few might be thinking we're proper a bit too down on this. But this has been building. For a while, really. Well, like I said, it's, Joe, not, it's not a one-off. Is if they played a full-string side and they got beat, then fair enough. Yeah. It's not that. It's, it's the it's the way that it's happened. That that for me is the frustrating thing it, tonight. And it's in keeping with you know a, a lot of other events of the season mm-hmm. where they've just not performed. You know. Mm. Um, let's have a look. Tom Davis, I love Nuno, but he got it massively wrong. Do you think it's just a blip or something more endemic? Uh, he has always struggled with tactics and struggles with subs. Is he able to take us where Foson want to take us? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he, he he has got things wrong though, and and he's he can't. You know, all of us make mistakes, and you know he'll he'll say he has no regrets over that team selection. But you know, I, it's for me, it's it's a massive missed opportunity. Hmm. You know, if you name that team against Southampton in the league and maybe lose two nil in the league, then I don't think that's quite as quite as damaging, really. And, you know, in terms of morale and and things to look forward to, I think you know a, a lot of fans are, are annoyed and angry. And uh, you know, after tonight, I think they've got just cause to be honest. Andy Smith, who tells Neves he's the free kick master? Surely he's not the best we have. It's almost embarrassing to hear the commentary team talk about Ruben Neves' territory. Well, Southampton had one tonight. I mean, he, he didn't get the chance in the end, but Ward Prowse is classed as a free kick specialist and has backed that up. You know, you have him over a free kick and you're thinking, this is probably going to go in the top corner. Whenever you see Neves step over a free kick now, you think, it's it in the wall. And nine times out of ten, it does. Well, um, he's had a couple of great, great, great positions where it's just... Or it's just flown harmlessly over the bar. Yeah. You know, when, when the keeper's got to at least be tested or be worried, and, and it's, they've, almost, they've almost let it go. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, 
It's we, got to give it to someone we, else. We just, said just, it, we just said even it. if it's taking one in every three or one in every yeah. two, just just for someone different. It, you know, even if he's banging them in, just to give someone else a bit of a chance, and you know that they, they might score, but you know, just to give the the defense something out, something to to worry about and to think about something different. You know, they'll all plan for Ruben Neves' free kicks. They'll, they'll see yeah. it, they'll analyze it, but give it to Neta, give it to someone whose confidence is a bit higher, just to change it around. Because I'm sure he bangs them in in practice as well. Yeah. Every time he's just getting thrown off the ball. No, it's mine. Neves, no, it's mine. No seniority, it's mine. He wanders off and he goes back and he's just his head down. He's like shaking his head, and then when it hits the wall, goes to the top. He's shaking his head, and I mean, just. Just give it to someone else, man, for a change. Yeah, yeah, Neto, I'd, I'd say, yeah. Um, Sean, here to tell the truth, says, other players playing for Nuno? Uh, a couple of replies saying, looks very much like he's lost the dressing room. I stand by what I said against the Albion. You don't take your captain off if you're losing in a local derby. That's been followed by other many other mistakes. I can't see any way back for him. I, I, I don't know if it, it's it's quite that, but I, I can I can understand you know that that kind of way. I I don't think he's lost the dressing room, but you know they 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 the, the players aren't performing anywhere near where they can, and and, that, and the main thing is that they're just scared to attack. They're scared to attack. They're scared to take risks. Um, you know. As I say, they've become a counter-attacking team without the counter-attack. They're just soaking up and soaking up, and it just looks like a matter of time until they concede and then inevitably lose a game. Last couple of questions, then, Joe. Um, Saul Lloyd says, uh, "Do you think Silva? Can you see Silva being loaned out next season?" So let's say, let, I mean, let's say you know, yeah. let's say Raul's back. Let's say they take the option up on 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 Jose or sign someone sign else. Sign someone else. Yeah. Sign, sign another striker. So you've got two. Two out and out strikers ready to go. Can can you see? You know, and if they do, Fabio Silva is going to be literally bit part for me. I think next season. So, you know, is he going to be in the 23s or do you loan your 30, 30 million quid signing out to abroad? I mean, we've seen what happens when you go loaned out abroad. It's very difficult to come back, really. Yeah. Or do you loan to a championship club and 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 get him to you know get kicked and maybe learn a little bit and be a bit more clever and and and. You know, come back out and score goals there, and then and then come back. I don't know because you can't see unless anyone wants to spend more time with him on the training pitch. Him only getting a handful of minutes next season. I, I don't think they would loan him out mm. just because of the amount of money that's that's mm. been spent on him. You know, to have that. Pressure. They're not going to have Raúl and, and him as a two, are they? No, but he'll surely. But he'll just be. The I odd th- five, ten minutes here in the odd cup games. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll probably see that as more beneficial to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once Raul's back, just to kind of learn from him in training, he'll be, you know, he'll be third choice for Wolves next season, firmly. You know, hopefully that Wolves get another body in, you know, if it's not Jose, at least somebody else. But, yeah, he'll be third choice. I don't see him, see him being loud there because... If he goes out on loan and doesn't score the goals, then you know. Yeah, and look, and look maybe you know you got fans back in the stadium next year, and it comes on when the when you know hopefully they're winning a game for the last 10, 15 minutes to give Raul a bit of a break, or or to give the second striker a bit of a break, or you know plays against some lower league opposition with fans in the ground and scores a couple in the, in the league cup, then that'll probably be more beneficial to him, just having fans, you know, and celebrating and having some people there, hopefully, and, and, and gradually building up that confidence rather than playing empty stadiums in a struggling side for a season going into maybe 2022, 23, you know. So, yeah, that's not right. I'm not, I'm not writing the kid off by any means. And I, I you know, I think it's a, 
it's difficult when your main striker goes down for the season end and no one expected Fabio Silva to have the role that he would have done this season. And, you know, since they had to bring a loan signing, they had to bring a bloke in. They had to bring an adult in, basically. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't see Fabio Silva starting again this season, to be honest. No. I don't think we'll see him start again this I think season. He's the type of player that would need proper reserve football. That's why yeah. I think under-23s football is rubbish. Yeah. It doesn't prepare players for, no. for senior football. They, they should do the like the, the reserve leagues like they used to, mm. really, and have actually players playing against proper men. But, yeah. you know. Last question, Joe, uh, from Johnny. Maybe maybe it is Johnny. Hey. Four, probably the only positive tonight is yeah. Johnny getting another forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely perfect. Um, you know, he hasn't got the twenty-threes to play, and he hasn't he hasn't got you know behind closed doors friendlies to play, and so he, he's basically playing. In, in in big time games and I thought it was probably the best of a of a bad bunch tonight. Solid. Yeah. Hopefully he'll go now and play again forty five minutes or maybe a bit longer on maybe an on, hour. On Sunday, maybe an mm. hour would be great. So that thankfully, fingers crossed, is going is going very, very well and good God do we need him in the side Joe. Um so he says uh, Will Foson back Nuno simply. They've got to. If they're gonna stick with him, mm-hmm. which I think they will, they've got to they've got to. The the summer is Huge, mm. and I, and I, both coming in and outgoing. Yeah, yeah, and, and or holding on to players. Yeah, they they've got to you know if they really want to go again, then he, they can't. They've got to learn from the mistakes that they made last summer. You know, if you're going to look at things in a positive light, then say right, last summer wasn't anywhere near good mm. enough. But at least we know not mm. to do it again. You know, if if they repeat the same mistakes that they did last summer, they want to hide into nothing. This summer will show. Really, where Fosun and their ambitions are. Yeah, because that that'll be year five of Nuno, mm-hmm. um, and year five of uh, year six will it be of their ownership? You know, the the uh, the first day. I mean, it's you hear ten, twenty year plan there, but it, all, at the start it was always five year plan. Yeah, yeah, five yeah, year yeah. plan. Yeah. I know it's changed a bit more long term now. Well, but they got ahead early on, didn't they? They got yeah, ahead with European yeah. football in seventh, and this is probably where they were looking at now. But, but, like, but like five years, you want to be established. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. You know, and yeah, I, this season has been a backward step. No one knew. So no one saw know. this coming, did they? No one saw this coming, and you can you can understand you know the pandemic, etc., etc. Everybody's going through it, Joe. But I feel like this summer, not only with the players that you're bringing in, but also the players you're keeping. If you're bringing in two or three stars, but then you're letting Pedro Neto and Adama Traore go, or or, or, or someone like that, you know that that kind yeah. of ilk, then it's just you're just in the same situation. You 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 you're spending sixty million, but you you know you you're selling sixty million. You know a bit like they've done this year. So. Yeah. They'll need to say, they'll need to sit down and everybody, they'll, they'll all know this. They'll need to sit down and say, right, I'm, we're not selling you guys. One more season, we're going to keep you all together. We're going to bring in quality. Let's let's really go for this. But if they don't, and there's maybe one or two who comes in and, and, and a couple that go, or a big name that goes out, then I think maybe we're, we're, be, we're being sold a false dream, to be honest. Mm. We shall see. Right. Uh, thank you very much for everybody who sent questions in. Uh, Southampton we're going to on Sunday Christ yeah uh, Valentine's Day um, oh, look yeah. um, this is going to be it's going to be interesting I mean we can kind of 
kind of name you the team now, really, Joe. We kind of know who's going to be playing, I, I would have thought. Um, yeah. There's a couple who, who may come back. Are there any injuries or any anyone's who you might think the likes of, I think it's going to be too soon for the likes of Bolly and Pedence. Uh, Sai started tonight, but you think he'll probably be back on the bench unless he comes in for Kilman, maybe. But Ooh, um, Maybe for Dendonka. Maybe for Dendonka. But can you see a back five and, and, and them going again with, with Moutinho and, and Neves in the middle and that, and that three? Oh, I suppose they've got to go with Matinho and Neves in the middle. It's whether he perhaps puts Sais in the back three and then Dendonka in the middle of the park. You think, why is Otto Sowing not play tonight? You, know, yeah. you, bring, you, you rest one of them and then put them in. Yeah, because you're asking a lot of Matinho. Yeah. You know, ultimately he's, he's 34. He's in the he's in the latter stages of his career. He hasn't had a great season, but he's pretty much playing twice a week yeah. at 34. Yeah. And and. And he played the most minutes of anyone last season, not just at Wolves, but of of anyone, of Incredible. any midfielder in like Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to catch up with him. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, I don't know. You know, you've got to use him more sparingly going forward. There, there, he's got to be more a more productive way to use Matinho in more short bursts, in perhaps in a patch of games, and then you take him out for a couple. But I guess you know, unless the but then don't in the middle of the park. There's no other way, really. Yeah. He'll probably play again on Sunday. Um, look, you've got Galvin, Galvanised Southampton going to be up against. Uh, yeah. I don't think they'll make too many changes that might bring in a defender. I mean, Salazar, yeah. who came in tonight, I thought he looked ropey, to be honest. Well, he, he hadn't played for, what, no, nine months or something like that? Uh, £10 million signing, but there were chances there that they should have really taken advantage of, but they didn't. Um, che Adams could probably come back into that yeah. lineup. He'd have thought he was on the bench tonight, but... You know, I think he'll stick with it. We'll see mo- the majority of the side that play tonight. Yeah. Um, score line. Oh. Oh. So they'll play McCarthy in the sticks instead of Forster. Yes. They'll bring Vestergaard in for mm-hmm. Salisu. Probably Adams for Gineppo, you'd imagine. And then Redmond will go out to the left, maybe. Yes, or, or, or Redmond might be on the bench, potentially. Yeah, but yeah. Redmond always plays well against Wolves. Mm. So they've never been able to yeah. deal with Nathan Redmond yeah. for some reason. Well, for some he's reason, a, he's, a, player, he's, a, good, he's a good player, but like yeah, yeah. he always looks like a world beater yeah. against Wolves. Yeah. Um, a, a draw. <laughs> a, a, I know. wish I could have just videoed your your expression there. You're like, oh, shaking yeah. your head and like probably want to say defeat, but I'm going to have to say draw. Yeah. It's kind of where you were. Yeah, just I, I don't want to be sound too depressing and say uh, another defeat, but like. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not sco- they're not scoring goals, are no. they? And they're, and they're conceding goals. No. A, a draw at Southampton, I guess, you know, wouldn't be the wouldn't be the end of the world. And at least that'd be free unbeaten in the league. Um, you know, try and take the small wins, I guess, at the minute. Two nil, two nil down at half time. Come back and win three two. Remember, remember, remember those days. Remember those yeah, days. Yeah, or uh, lose three 0 and then ask now uh, an awkward question in in more yeah, yeah. press oh, We've had some uh, good times. Yeah, we've had some good, good some good times at St Mary's. Yeah. Uh, cheers, Joe. Um, look, I mean, I might listen back to this. You might listen back to this, and maybe we've been a bit harsh. Maybe we haven't been harsh enough. But um, look, like I say, we're, we're it's late. It's quarter past eleven at night, and uh, hopefully we've we've done uh, the best job possible to try and explain what questions are, are out there really because there are plenty of them and uh, uh, hopefully Nuno Wolves will, will provide the answers sooner rather than later thank you very much mate I shall see you at St Mary's on Sunday from me from Joe have a great weekend fingers crossed three points against that Madison. take care bye bye